Coaches. There is a way to increase your impact without becoming a slave to your business. This is Purpose to Profit, where we talk to top industry experts, coaches, and clients about their strategies that will help you do less and make more. And now, here's your hosts. Hey guys, I'm Adam Marquardt. What's up everyone? Sandra Garcia here. We are here today with Jen Coco, and Jen is a health and fitness lifestyle coach who discovered her love for being well after going through her own transformation. In 2015, Jen lost 50 pounds after years of binge eating, yo-yo dieting, and complete inactivity. In 2018, she decided it was time to start sharing her transformational story. So, Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So, I would love for you to kind of share what that transformational story was. Well, it was 2015. I had just gotten back from studying abroad and I realized that none of my clothing was fitting me anymore. Over the course of college, I gained somewhere between 30 and 40 pounds. You know, like a lot of people just go off to school and they start eating cafeteria food and takeout and there was a taco stand right down the street from my house. And so I packed on that weight pretty quickly and I had this like awakening moment on my 21st birthday where I was just like what happened this needs to stop I feel like crap my relationships are struggling I don't have the energy to like hang out with my friends because I just like want to stay home and eat dominoes all day long so I remember the moment came when like I literally did the dominoes like two for $6.99, whatever. And I got a full pizza and a full chicken Caesar salad. And I ate the entire thing, which was like 2000 plus calories. And like, that was just my dinner. And I was like, I have a problem. So I started looking into how can I lose weight? How can I be healthy? What can I do to really transform my life and transform my body? in a way that's going to work because I had tried yo-yo dieting. I had tried counting calories, restricting myself to 1,000, 1,200 calories a day or working out in my basement for an hour every single day on an empty stomach and then not eating until the afternoon. And none of those things were working for me. So I finally, finally just found a plan and a program where I was eating a very whole and healthy diet. I was getting the proper amount of calories I wasn't forcing myself to do things that made me uncomfortable. And I began believing in myself and journaling and visualizing and really setting that mindset for success. And within the year, the weight just like fell off almost effortlessly. That's awesome. And something that I want to go back to from kind of when you had that pivotal, you know, awakening moment was, you know, oftentimes I feel like that happens to a lot of people where they just kind of look around one day and they're like, whoa, how did this happen? And the thing that I love that you noticed, which a lot of people don't notice sometimes is how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so not only was this affecting your weight, it was affecting relationships, it was affecting all sorts of other areas of your life. And once you kind of able to say, look, I'm going to take hold of this, everything else changed. You just talked about how you went into complete mindset shifts to support you kind of holistically. And I think that's huge is that you, you know, set out and said, all right, in order to have this transformation and have this change, I need to change my mindset. 100%. I 
used to really roll my eyes at people who would say things like the power of the mind, you need to believe in order to achieve, and all of the other potential cliches. But once I started really leaning into that discomfort, I noticed how real it was, and I really regretted not taking it seriously sooner. So what was kind of the transformational shift where you were like, hey, look, I've had these incredible results, and now I want to help other people. Like, when did you shift into that? And what shifted for you where you're like, huh, I've got a story here and I deserve to share this because not only did it work for me, but it might work for other people. After I lost the 50 pounds or even during the process, I developed this really, really horrible chronic back pain. And I noticed that even though I lost the weight, I was still really unhappy with myself. I still wasn't thriving socially. I still wasn't living what I wanted to be my best life. Like I thought losing weight was what was going to make me happy and make me feel better. But with this like physical burden, I wasn't living my full potential. So I decided to start getting into fitness to start really working on improving my body in addition to my health. It was really empowering. (laughs) So I decided to start telling my story. I made an Instagram account and I started posting photos and stories and workouts, and people just started loving it. And for the first time in my life, I felt proud about my weight loss because I had developed this pain through my transformation. I had a lot of shame around it. I didn't talk about it. I didn't open up. And I never, never posted a transformation photo ever. (laughs) I never dreamed that I would. And when people started seeing my story and seeing how much they relate to me, they were just like so excited which excited me and it really made me want to embrace them and tell more. And the more that I told, the more people were like, how can I do exactly what you did? Like, yeah, you work out and yeah, you eat healthy, but like, what are the specific things that I can be doing? So for months, I was just messaging people and telling them what I did and like spending hours every single day on my Instagram DMs. And then I just decided like, you know what, I could do this. Like I could be a coach and I could do this for a living. And I just decided like, oh, I'll do it when I'm ready. I'll do it when I feel comfortable. I'll do it when I get certified. And the moment that I said those things, I was like, stop, Jen, you're doing it again. Like just find your first client, announce that you're going to do it, sign one client and see where it takes you because you could have this like, I'll do it when I'm ready mindset for the next five years. So I did it. I love that. I think what's really unique about your story is you mentioned this on one of your YouTube videos that you're your own success story and you're the first. And it's incredible. Like not only losing 50 pounds within a year, but also developing your mindset to a point where you could get there and say, you know what? Like I can do this. I will do it oh, let me get certified. No, actually, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to put myself out there. And immediately people started latching onto that and they saw you, they saw your transformation and they wanted some of that. So that's amazing. What did it take for you to get to the point of like, what is it that you had to sacrifice to get into this place of like empowerment where you're able to help other people on their journey? Well, I had to sacrifice my full-time job that I actually really loved I am one of the few people who loved my nine to five. I had amazing bosses. I got to bring my dog to work. I could wear leggings and a t-shirt and nobody judged me. Nobody cared. And I had this like very cushy, safe environment. 
But once I started working with these clients, I realized like something has to give. I'm not 100% present at my full-time job and I'm not 100% present to my clients. And that is not serving either of them on the highest level that they deserve. And so I made the decision to go full-time with the coaching, take that risk and know that whatever happens is meant to happen. And if this is what I'm meant to do, then it will work. And if it's not, then I'll find something else. Right. Yes. And what made that like risk worth it for you? You were happy at your full-time job. What, what made you make that switch? My clients, I mean, they're amazing. I'm obsessed with them. I love talking to them. I love hearing about their transformation and their journeys. I loved my job because I loved my bosses, but I wasn't changing lives. I was doing graphic design. I was doing product development, advertising, which was great, but I wasn't changing lives. I was selling a product. But with the coaching, like I'm literally talking to people who tell me, you changed my life. You improved my relationships. You improved my self-esteem. You made me feel confident in a bathing suit when I never thought it was possible. And that will never get old. I will never get sick of people telling me how amazing their life is because of something I did to help them. Absolutely. And I think that that's the thing that a lot of coaches get fulfillment from is, you know, that, that feeds them, right? Like that positivity, that expression of gratitude for what you've done and knowing that you played a small role in helping them have that transformation. There's so much power behind that. And I love that. Thank you. So I'm trying to think, you kind of told a little bit about the story where So help me understand, like, when was it where you were kind of at that crossroad where it was like, all right, I have to leave my full-time job or I have to go into coaching more. I know that you said that you weren't really, neither of them were really getting all of 100% of you. And that wasn't fair to either of them. But like, what was that moment where you were like, man, I, I have to make this decision. And like, what did that feel like in that moment? Okay. The moment probably came when I signed my 10th client and I noticed that I was slipping up. I was forgetting to give them workouts or I was forgetting to send them their meals and they would reach out to me and be like, hey, did you send me such and such and I missed it? And I just felt so guilty because I wanted to do amazing. I'm a perfectionist by nature and it was really hard for me knowing that I was not delivering perfection and it like I felt like sick to my stomach at the thought of leaving my full-time job because I'm a people pleaser. I love making people happy. Like it's just what I do, which is part of why coaching is so powerful for me. But like the thought of letting my bosses down and being like, I'm so sorry, but I'm leaving you was like nauseating. And I actually cried when I told them what was happening because I was like, I just love you guys so much. And I'm so grateful for everything that you have given me. And I don't want you to think I'm leaving because I'm unhappy. Like I'm leaving because I have to, not because I want to. What was their response to that? Were they encouraging? Were they, you know? They were amazing. They were totally encouraging. I mean, I did not expect them to take it so well. I mean, literally the first thing out of my boss's mouth was, I am so proud of you. That is amazing. I can't believe this. Like, I'm just so blown out of the water. I knew you would do 
something amazing. I had hoped it would be a little bit more time <laughs> until that happened because we love having you here, but we're here to support you. We're here for you. You can stay as long or as short as you want. We're just so, so proud of you. And like then like the waterworks came and I was <laughs> just a complete mess. That's awesome. I'm sure that helped the transition into, you know, as you stepped into the purpose that you felt called to, called to answer. So I love hearing that. So what would you say is one of the core differentiators from you versus maybe some other people that are also in the health and fitness space? What almost all of my clients say, I ask them, why do you want to work with me over someone else? And almost all of them across the board say, because you have been where I am now and you are where I want to go. And that's very powerful not to diss on people who have been healthy or thin or fit their entire lives, but my clients really love that I can relate to them, that I was overweight. I know what it feels like to eat an entire pizza or to eat an entire thing of ice cream or to like try and lose weight and it not work and be just like so confused and frustrated. And it makes me just like a lot more human. I think, and a lot more relatable. And they love hearing my story and learning about it. I also have a, quite a bit of clients who struggle with back pain and say that that's why they were drawn to me because I've also overcome that. So I think the struggles that I have had to overcome personally makes me incredibly unique in this niche. And I think that you're spot on with that. And I feel like there are a lot of people out there that do have the shame or the guilt or, you know, the all the negative emotion around their story. But I don't know if you've ever heard it, but a lot of people may be familiar with the term that your mess is your message, right? And so what you've gone through in the past actually has brought you to exactly where you are right now. And I think that part of that story has so much power, but you can also be more relatable by being vulnerable. And I think that's the thing that I love about your story is, you know, you tell it in such a way that it's like, hey, look, this is where I was. Like, this is the exact story. I remember sitting down and eating 2,000 calories in one meal, right? I knew that something had to change. And there's probably people out there, maybe they're listening right now, that are in that same mindset where it's like something has to change. And so when you open up and when you share your story and when you're relatable, you know, people can see where you were and where you are. And then they can connect the dots and say, this is the person that can help me get there. Exactly. Right. My clients love it. And I love it. It's great. It's like I'm helping myself all over again. So it's a little bit selfish in that regard. <laughs> I, I think that this is extremely valuable for any coaches that are listening to this right now and asking themselves, like, where do I start? Instead of where do I start? It's like, where have I been? What have I experienced? Like the way that I've heard it, um, which really stuck to me is like, make your, was it pain into paradise? Like use your experience and the fact that your clients are looking at you and saying, you're exactly where I was and now you're exactly where I want to be. That makes it a lot easier for them to enroll in like, first off, it's possible. They're borrowing your belief, not only borrowing your belief, but they're borrowing your step-by-step -step method and like how you did it. And so it's something that they could stand behind and it gives them that, that support and that faith that they need in order to, to make the changes that they deserve. So you mentioned earlier that you have kind of like a step-by-step -step process that you run your clients through. I'm wondering if you had to give like three tips, what would they be? Believe in yourself. <laughs> One, if you don't believe in yourself, 
then you've already set yourself up for failure. Two would be to set mini goals. You can set a big goal. I think that's awesome and that's great. But the thing is, if you're going to have to wait an entire year for something to happen, you're going to lose your patience and you're going to give up. So set a one-month goal, a three-month goal, a year-long, et cetera, so that you can still like have the satisfaction of checking things off of your list. And number three, learn to fuel your body, not your cravings. If you eat good food, you just feel better. And when you feel better, you're motivated to do those things like work out or be social or even like clean, do like clean your room and make your bed. And all of those little things add up to some really amazing transformations. I love that. And I think that the very first one, like I will echo that all day, every day, you have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, your, your energy is compromised. You're not moving forward. You're not being decisive. There are so many things that even held me back in the past before that, you know, before I actually started believing in myself. And I think that that was one of the things that you said early on that really was a big mindset shift for you was the belief in yourself. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of times where, you know, we're talking with clients and, you know, we'll talk with them and be like, Hey, look, I want you to believe in yourself, but I also know that sometimes that takes time. And so it's important to also have people around you whose belief you can borrow. If they see something in you, borrow their belief in that short term until you set up the things or shift your mindset into being able to believe in yourself. But that is such an important thing. And the second thing, I think micro goals are so incredibly important because, you know, we see all the time that people will set these the big, hairy, audacious goals, right? But then they don't actually consider how they're going to get to it. And that is one of the greatest opportunities for people. If you're listening, if you don't have any goals, definitely set them. We always help our clients to go through a process where we set six month goals and then we break them down into three month goals and then weekly goals, because we believe that they always say, how do you eat an elephant? Well, one bite at a time, right? So if you've got these big goals, you know, you need to break them down into tangible, actionable steps. And that's the area where we see an opportunity for a lot of people is they say, I've got this goal. I want to travel the world. (laughs) Well, what does that mean? Where are you going? Like, how will you know when you've reached it? And so with all your goals, make them, you know, tangible, make them trackable, make them things that you can look at and actually take action on. You know, if you've got a dream, take that and break it down into small goals to help you achieve that dream. I think that's amazing advice. (laughs) Nothing to add to that because it's perfect. That's awesome. So what would, on top of the three tips you gave, what would you say that were kind of the best piece of advice that you've ever received? What you fear you grow from. I love that. How has that applied to kind of you on your journey? I was really afraid to start working out because of my back pain. I thought that it would only make it worse. And I just decided to try and I pushed through it and it has significantly improved the quality of my life. It's improved my pain. It's improved my mood, my relationships, my life. I wouldn't have started this account. I wouldn't be a coach. I wouldn't be helping other people if I hadn't started with that one small thing. And then for me, hiring my first coach was terrifying. It was so much more expensive than I ever imagined a coach would be. And I was terrified to make that investment in myself. I had to put it on a credit card because I literally did not have the money in my bank account 
But I was like, you know what? I am terrified, but I believe in myself. I know I can do this. I know I can make it work. And I did. And it was the greatest investment I ever made. Like if I could have invested in that instead of college tuition, it's probably what I would have done to be honest. But of course, everything that I have done has led me to where I am right now. So I have no regrets about the past. Absolutely. And I love that advice, not not only because we do business coaching for people, but also because I think that it's about making the conscious decision to, you know, level yourself up, to elevate and say, look, you know, this person is where I want to be or where I want to go, you know, and basically taking where you're at and saying, okay, I'm going to invest in myself to help this person get me there faster. And that's the thing that has always surprised me is that sometimes we look at things from a very practical scale, but sometimes I feel like it can be skewed, right? So there's a lot of people that aren't willing to invest their money in something, but they're willing to invest their time. And for me, that's always seemed a little bit backwards because money is a resource that you can make more of, but time is not. And so even for me hearing you say that, I think back to my journey, you know, all through my 20s as an entrepreneur, and I really wish that I would have taken more steps earlier to invest in myself because once I started doing that and set out on that path, it was the best decision I ever made. What you fear you grow from. <laughs> that is 100% true. So what is one thing that you do every day without compromise? Walk. walk. I walk every single day for between 30 to 60 minutes. And I am very lucky that I have the most adorable accountability partner in the world, my dog. But I found that just getting that small amount of activity starts my day off on such a good note. And without it, like there, like if I didn't have a dog, there's no way I'd roll out of bed and go for a walk at like 6 a.m. when it's still dark and it's still cold. But doing that, it like starts my day off on such a positive note, the first thing that I'm doing is one, I'm like serving someone else other than myself. But then two, I'm taking care of my body in a positive and uplifting way. I love what you just said about starting off your day. It kind of sets the tone for the entire day, right? Starting off your day with a brisk walk, getting the energy flowing. If you could give kind of one tip of advice of like something that the listeners could do today that would help kind of propel them forward, what would that thing be? To find someone who has accomplished what it is you want to accomplish and just ask them, for 10 minutes of their time, ask them to meet with them or offer to buy them a coffee or get them on the phone because there's no reason to guess how to do something. You know, like everyone has already figured out what you want to do. You just have to be willing to ask that person how to do it. And 99% of the time, they're probably going to be so excited and honored and flattered that you ask them, that they're probably going to be like, yeah, let me buy you lunch and tell you all about it. <laughs> right. Who is that person for you now, Jen? Now that person for me is Sterling Griffin. He is a business coach for health and fitness individuals specifically. And so he grew his online coaching business into a six-figure business in less than six months after being homeless, living out of his car. And he just like figured out a really great way to serve his clients powerfully and to foster these really strong relationships. So once I found him, I had to work with him and I hired him as my coach and 
It was expensive and scary as hell, but it was 100% worth it. And my business would not be where it is today without that. I would probably still be figuring out like how to sell my program. (laughs) I don't even know where I'd be. Mm-hmm. Every coach needs a coach. It's true. Practice. Yes. So you said it helps them kind of show up powerfully. Like, what would you say your superpower as a coach is? And second, two part question if anyone listening wants to grab a coffee with you, would you be open to that? <laughs> if you're exactly where they want to be. <laughs> My superpower as a coach is helping my clients figure out what they need without telling them. Because if I tell them what they need, they're going to forget. But if I ask them the right questions to where they're able to answer what it is, it is such a more powerful experience. And so asking the right questions, I would say. And then if someone does want to meet me for coffee, like, let's do it. I live in North County, San Diego. Hit me up. Find me on Instagram. Like, let's go. Let's chat. I'm here for you. That's awesome. I love that. So I love hearing that. What is your Instagram profile? My Instagram is at Jen's Gym and it is Jen with a G. So G-E-N-S-G-Y-M. Awesome. We will be posting that as far as any other links that you have. We'll be sharing those in the show notes for everybody to check you out further, follow you. And maybe if you're open to it, talking to you about getting some coffee and getting to know each other on a deeper level. Let's do it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Jen, thank you so much for sharing your story of transformation and being that inspiration for others listening to this, telling them that it's possible, offering your time and your services to the world. And we're going to be posting all of your social media handles below. So if you're interested in tuning in, feel free to reach out. Can't wait to hear what's next for you. Keep us in touch and we're looking forward to the next time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. I'm honored that you wanted to have me on the show. (laughs) Thanks, Jen. Absolutely. Take care. Talk to you soon. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I know that you could be anywhere doing anything, but I'm incredibly grateful that you decided to spend your time with us. We hope that there were some valuable pieces that you took away from this. If you want to catch more of our episodes, then go right now and subscribe. And remember, wherever you are on your journey, keep going and never quit.